Welcome to the Master Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Julie Kelly. I believe in living your most inspired and fulfilled life by knowing exactly who you are, knowing what's important to you, and making no apologies for it. This show is a weekly dose of inspired motivation, personal development, and success strategies designed to create the career, relationships, and lifestyle of your dreams. Imagine waking up every day to your dream life. Well, imagine no more, as each podcast episode is designed to help you live your most authentic life with ease and proven principles that actually get results. I'm the founder of the Master Your Life online course, international motivational speaker, and I'll be sharing real, relevant, tactical advice in this unfiltered, transformational podcast. Things are about to get fabulous. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi, and welcome back to the Master Your Life podcast. This is Julie Kelly, and if you are new to the podcast, then welcome. I'm glad you're here, and I invite you to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any new episodes, which are released weekly. And if you've been hanging out with me for a little while, then welcome back, and thank you for listening today. So last week, I asked on my Instagram stories about the sort of topics that you guys want to listen to and hear about and learn about moving into 2020, because I am 150% dedicated to providing you with relevant, strategic, tactical advice that you can implement in your life, doesn't cost you a thing for the most part, and so that you can see real positive permanent transformations in your life because otherwise if you just listen to podcasts and read books and go to conferences and you don't actually get any value out of that and you don't actually implement the knowledge that you acquire then all you're really doing is entertaining yourself and I like to call it spiritual entertainment and I'm not into spiritual entertainment with you guys I'm into actually providing you with really amazing advice that changes your life otherwise Like I said, you can find entertainment on Netflix. You don't need me. But if you're listening to the Master Your Life podcast, then I know that you're interested in changing some aspect of your life. And so um, if you aren't following me over on Instagram, I highly encourage you to do that. Come and hang out. I'm over there at Julie C. Kelly. That's J-U-L-I-E-C-K-E-L-L-Y. So come and hang out with me over on Instagram. But I asked a series of questions and one of those was, do you guys want to listen to hear, listen to podcast episodes about career advice or business advice? And it was an overwhelming career advice, which is awesome. So today's topic actually comes from one of my Instagram followers, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. <laughs> and she wanted me to dive a little bit deeper in how to choose the right career for you. So today I wanted to give you a couple of different ideas on how you can actually choose the right career. Now, this applies to new graduates like Sarah. I know she's going into college and um, moving into like her new phase of her life and a new aspect of her career. And But this also applies to like seasoned veterans like myself who've been around the block many, many times and maybe you're looking to change careers or get into something completely different. And so this advice, you know, applies to newcomers as well as to seasoned veterans. So the first thing I want to pose to you is in order to find the right career for yourself is what kind of schedule and hours are you willing to work? 
So what I mean by that is, are you looking for a regular Monday, Monday through Friday, nine to five kind of gig? Or are you happy to work weekends? And are you happy to work like a rotating shift like um, nurses, they have morning shifts, afternoon shift and, and night shift, right? So it's really important that you are clear on what you're willing to commit to with regards to the time frame and the schedule of your career. Because let's say you're not interested in a rotating schedule and you just want to do a Monday through Friday, nine to five, then for instance, something like nursing will most likely not work for you. It's just not going to happen, especially as a new nurse. Maybe if you are seasoned and you've been around for 20 odd years, you can pick a schedule that's like a morning shift only. But so it's really important that you understand the demands of the career that you're interested in and whether you're willing to commit to that schedule and that those hours and those maybe those weekend hours as well. So that's the first thing. The second question I pose to you is, how do you like to work with others? This is a big question to ask, right? So this is more like doing sort of self-inventory and being self-aware of how you like to interact with other people. So if you are more vibrant and exuberant and confident and extroverted, you probably enjoy group settings and group projects and group activities. So something like being a teacher or a project manager or an event planner would be right up your alley. But if you're more introverted or more conservative and you prefer to work autonomously or more one-on-one, then those careers that I just mentioned are not going to work for you. They're just not going to serve your character and your personality and you're going to be out of alignment. So if you are more introverted and you do like to work autonomously, being a personal assistant or a one-on-one coach or trainer or psychologist or a medical professional or even an artist that works solo most of the time. Maybe that's something that's more aligned with who you are and what you want to do. But it's really important that you know yourself and you know how you like to work and interact with other people. Because once again, if you put yourself in a situation and choose a career path that doesn't align with your character, then you're probably not going to pursue a career for very long in that career path, okay? So the third question I want to pose to you is the location and or the commute of your career. So what do I mean by that? Do you need to move? Do you have to relocate to choose that career or to be accepted into that career of choice? that you're thinking about? Do you have a long commute? And if you do have a long commute, are you committed to that commute? So some specific jobs and careers are only in various locations around the country or in various cities, for instance. So are you willing to up and, you know, uproot and relocate to a different city or a different town or a different state? And if not, then again, that career path may not be for you. And, you know, hand in hand with that is, do you have a long commute? Because again, doing this every single day for a year or two years or 10 years can really wear on you. So it's important that you understand what's involved because everything looks shiny and pretty on paper, but the reality of that can be very, very different. Okay, next question is, your career of choice and the thing, the career that you have in mind for yourself right now or for the immediate future, is that a short-term or a long-term plan for you? 
So short term, I'm thinking 12 to 24 months, like it's just something that you want to try, maybe get some experience in and then move on to something else. Or do you have like a five year plan and a five year vision, which is more long term for this career of yours? Because again, you know, if it's a short term plan, then it's not that important for all those other questions to maybe come into play because you've got a really short plan and you've got an intention, you've got a goal to achieve in that 12 to 24 months, you may be willing to sacrifice some of the other aspects that we talked about just to get your dip your toe in the water, so to speak, and get a little bit of experience and exposure under your belt. But if you have a five-year or a long-term plan, for instance, all those questions that I pose to you are really important to get right and to make sure that you're in alignment with those. Because again, if you are out of alignment with any of those aspects, your five-year vision probably won't come to fruition is the truth of the matter. Because again, what looks good on paper and what's the reality is can, can be completely different. So the last thing I want to pose to you about how to find or how to choose the right career for you is to get exposed. So this is more for my graduates and for those of you who are thinking of maybe going into a brand new career and changing career path altogether. So I'll give you a, a, a little story about why this is important. So getting exposed and you know maybe volunteering or get, having an internship, getting some trade experience and shadowing someone <clears throat> excuse me, is really important because like when I was in the ninth grade, I remember we had to do one week work experience and I was hell bent on becoming a hairdresser in the ninth grade. And I had been thinking about being a hairdresser for years up until that point. So of course, when the opportunity came up to do work experience, I absolutely signed up to go to a local hairdressers. And I was there for five days from Monday through Friday from like nine to five. And within the first day of being at these hairdressers, I absolutely hated it. I hated it so much. I was bored beyond belief. And by Friday, 5 p.m., I couldn't wait to run out of that door and never, ever come back. I couldn't believe how mundane and how repetitive the the actual work was and just how bored I was. So in my mind, I had fantasized about what this job would actually be like. But the reality of it was something completely different for me. And so in that moment or within that week of work experience, I completely changed my career path, my career vision and my plans for my life. (laughs) And so I encourage you to get exposed to your career of choice through, like I said, try and get an internship if possible, or even volunteer if you can, and get some experience. Maybe you're even going to shadow somebody at a company that does the job that you're thinking about. And these opportunities are available. They're not necessarily very easy to get, but here are some tips about how you can actually get some experience at a company shadowing or being part of a group so that you can get some exposure to what that job would actually look like. 
So if you're going to reach out to a company, you need to be specific. And what I mean by that is know exactly the role that you're interested in and make sure that that person or that role exists within their company before you reach out. So that means you've got to do some due diligence. You've got to do some research, right? Don't waste somebody's time because you get one opportunity to make a good first impression. And if you waste somebody's time by dilly-dallying and trying to work out if that person or that role exists within their company, they're probably not even going to respond to your email. That's the truth of the matter. So be specific, do some research, find out that that job and that role does exist at the company before you reach out to them and make sure that you've got like a good reason, right? Don't just think about what's in it for you because everybody else is thinking about what's in it for them as well. So have a compelling reason for them to want to even bring you into their, um, their company and make your time with them finite. So what I mean by that is let's say you want to do like I did a, a one week experience or two weeks or four weeks, whatever it is that you think that you require, make it finite. But I think that the maximum time, unless there is like a posted internship with a time frame related to that internship, the maximum time that you can ask to volunteer or, or shadow somebody at a company is four weeks because now you're imposing on them. So four weeks is at the absolute uh, maximum and I would do your minimum at five days. So all of these ideas and questions, you should really spend some time going over for yourself and get crystal clear on who you are and what you're willing to do, what you're willing to sacrifice for your career of choice. And of course, this podcast episode could go on for hours because there are really unlimited questions you could ask yourself about your career. But if this is useful and if you found these specific questions as a good sort of like launching pad for this career question, then let me know. Head over to iTunes, subscribe over there and leave me a comment or um, a, a rating over there and let me know if you found this useful and if you want me to dive deeper with a second podcast episode that goes sort of like one layer deeper than what we've just talked about today. So I encourage you to listen to this podcast episode a couple of times and literally write out your answers to the questions that I pose to you and keep doing it until you're really comfortable and you're really self-aware of the answers to the questions that I, I posed in this episode. Because otherwise you're going to sort of, um, it's going to be a crapshoot, right? If you don't know who you are and you don't know what you want, um, you might as well take a lucky dip and just choose any career that comes out of a hat, which of course is not what I want for you. And you shouldn't want that for yourself either. So I'm going to leave you with that. Um, and once again, if you're not subscribed, please head over to iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on a single podcast episode. And of course, I would always love for you to head over to iTunes and rate the podcast and leave a comment so I know what you like. Let me know what you want to hear more of and connect with me over on Instagram at Julie C. Kelly and send me a DM and let me know what you want to hear about um, in the podcast moving forward over there. Okay, you guys, I'm sending you much love and be safe out there and I'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye.